A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm recording live from the Subaru. Hell yeah. <laughs> Subaru Studios. <laughs> Wherever you need to pod, Subaru's got you covered. <laughs> they should. They should like, that would be cool if there was something I could pull down to like make it sound a sound booth or something right like the eggshell sort of soundproofing thing i mean you know i was in my subaru and this guy was blaring the commercials of like he obviously had free pandora or something and i was like it was a top-down sort of day and i was like let me just see how soundproof i i just put this to the test yesterday and it did block out pretty i was next to this guy and it did block it out pretty good so if you want a car that you can podcast in fuck in and block out other people's free Pandora subscription radio. Get your ass a Subaru. Two subs, two Tauruses, one Honda, one Sag. Mm-hmm. Do with that what you will, astrology community. Yeah. Course on the day, I was beaming up at my skin all week. Wanted to talk about skincare. 
Then, of course, the biggest fucking fattest pimple is like pop. It's erupting. It is like a deep, you know, one, one of those like it's mm. probably won't even form a whitehead. I'm convinced like it's not going to be a satisfying one. It's just going to be a crater from hell. And of a course, because one. as soon as I and then I'm like, is this a bug bite? I don't think so, because it doesn't itch. But is it from trying out different pillows at the Memorial Day mattress sale? I don't want to think about that, but it is here and it knew that we'd be talking about skin, which is fine because that's that's skin for you. Sometimes you're up and just like that, you're taken back to humility and reality and you're back back in the humble seat. Mm-hmm. I always I really do believe this. I know some people have like very noticeable and like painful acne and stuff i'm mm-hmm. trying to downplay but i too i do believe that like however bad it looks to you it never looks because i was gonna say like i can barely see it i know we're in zoom but like i just feel like however bad it looks to you it never looks that bad to everyone else and also like because it hurts when on your face like when you look at it you see it as like even redder and even more like big mm-hmm. and stuff because you like feel it there you know you know like how mm-hmm. how much of your cheek it takes up or how much of your chin or whatever so like I feel like that's a good thing to keep in mind too with this episode going forward is like everybody's skin's different we're all like picking at ourselves the most like no one's like ill your skin Ugh. oh yeah no it's so it's so true I mean and that's like with I think any aesthetic you know vanity or just thing appearance sort of things right like we're our own worst critics you know know, 24 times magnification mirrors are the devil like you know like of course we can find there's always something you can find and also if you are someone that's suffering from extreme skin conditions or issues you know so i'm sorry that you have to deal with that you know every everyone's skin journey is different and varying and yeah and different products are going to work for different people and also different phases of life obviously being a teenager is being different than a 30 year old and a 50 year old etc etc but yeah anytime there's something wrong it's you know you're it's I don't know it's even like when I was having my dental stuff I could feel my root canal a week before it was even there and my dentist was shocked that he's like how do it's weird you Got, like you literally caught it on day one because you can sense it. And that's like, I think that's just body stuff too. If you're so lucky to be attuned <laughs> to like whatever. I'm also, I feel like I'm hyper. Maybe it's my six houseness. I feel like I'm constantly regulating and checking and noticing that this was different than yesterday. I, the amount of pictures on my phone of like bumps and rashes, and I've sworn I've got had tick bites like 6,000 times, but of course never gone to the doctor about it. So, you know, to each their own. If this, if this episode gives you any, anxiety or hypochondria, you know, feel free to skip. Or if you're just like us, then this is the, this is a treat for you because I just, I don't know. I love, I love potions and experimenting. And I think we've all talked about skincare to various degrees, but um, I'm interested if there is something I'm curious, I have one question for you guys off the top and it's maybe not really Ash related. Maybe it is because of moon stuff, but did you have any like myths or traditions or old wives tales, if you will, from like either your moms or family that was like inundated at you in terms of like beauty, vanity, et cetera, or skincare, like ice bucket water on the face or like not sleeping on something or any of the, did ever, did anyone have any of those things 
growing up? My mom is actually kind of crunchy. Like, she never brushed my hair growing up. Um, She just didn't, like, she just didn't, she was the oldest woman in her, like, of her siblings, and she just didn't have a really, like, a female role model to do stuff for her. So she never really... I mean, obviously, she told me to wear sunscreen and, like, did her best. She didn't, like, just leave me to the wolves. But um, she, I don't think, she, like, learns more from me, I feel like, because I love, like, watching skincare stuff and looking at YouTube videos and TikTok and stuff. Um, And she'll always, like, have an expensive product that I can try that, you know, she's heard about from someone or gotten from a, a counter lady. Um, I don't know if there's any like myths. I've always thought that it's okay if I pick and pop, but no one else should do it. I don't think anyone ever told me that. <laughs> no, that's just classic. That I think that is uh, like the golden skincare rule. <laughs> right. Do not pop your pimples. Do as I, I say. Want to. Do as I say, not as I do. Um, I'm I'm in the same boat my mom is definitely not um a like beauty skincare person that was definitely me upward um and no no myths really in fact I would say like very much the opposite because my mom and many members of my family are doctors Whatever. So it was all very clinical and very much like, no, that's not real. Or like, that's not a thing. That's a thinking about being such a like know-it-all kid, not so much with a like beauty myths, but you know, when people would say, don't go outside with wet hair. Cause you're going to catch a cold and being like, actually, that's not how you catch colds. Just being a snotty, right. <laughs> snotty seven medically old, speaking, you know? no. <laughs> actually colds are viruses or <laughs> whatever. Uh, but I don't think, no, I, ver- I, no. Okay. <laughs> Did you? No, that was same. That's why I was, I just know that there's some that are like, I feel like I've heard where that thing, what you're saying, like, no, what hair, whatever you need to dip your face in ice or whatever. I mean, my great grandma would like slap her chin up. Like she would like, but that was like great grandma. Like, I feel like it maybe skipped. I feel like great grandmas and great great grandmas were really into the like superstitious beauty sort of stuff, or at least in my household. And then I just don't think my mom or grandma had the time to care or, or think about it. But now sort of like what you're saying, Lisa, I, my mom will take Rex now. Now she's like very intrigued, but also we have so much more access easily to information and to compare and contrast and, you know, said hit company history and like all, all the things involved and, I also love the, even though they are slightly torturous, the like get ready with me's for like celebs and seeing which cheap products are like the through line and which really expensive products are the through line. And just, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just like a millennial with time, I guess is really what it comes down to. And my mom's like, no, except the one thing I do remember my mom saying is she likes to be kept cold. Speaking back to temperature things, she would like wants to sleep in a cold room. Talked about like being preserved, which I feel like is very Virgo as well. Like, and wanting to keep it cold and tight, I feel like is very of that thing of just preserve me. I feel like was a word I, or a phrase I would hear a lot growing up. <laughs> keep me medically pre- preserved. 
That's interesting too, because I like, I mean, I like it both ways. I love a cold room, especially to sleep in, but also like we want to sweat out a lot of stuff too, you know, like that's really good for your skin too. So no, yeah, it seems like heat, he the heat versus cold is is present. And it's I think with elements too, I I wonder if there like leans a preference there, right? With like what astrologically you're made up of, if you want to be kept warmed and steamed, or if you want to be kept in that sort of refrigeration sort of state. I've always like had been on and off with rosacea, which I will attribute to some of my Aries cancer. Like, I feel like that is where the pinkness comes. There was this, I found a lot of the things about actual astrology and skincare. So much of it was Vedic, which I found really interesting. And now I am curious. I mean, we are very due to have a Vedic astrologer on the podcast, but now I need like a subreddit episode of like Vedic astrology and skincare. Cause it seemed to be the most prevalent websites and resources that I could find. Um, of course there's, you know, beauty websites that consult astrologers and are going to give you tips on if you're fiery, cool it down. Like, of course, you know, kind of, you know, straightforward sort of stuff. But I thought it was interesting even seeing about different sort of coloration of like Jupiter being like yellow tint and, uh, and like bile and stuff. And then the moon, of course, with like the roundness or softness sort of things. But yeah, I don't know if I, I, def- I feel like I definitely, I feel like I skin wise look like my chart, <laughs> like well, the more that I looked at my chart or I could kind of attribute it to the things or the problems or solutions that I dealt with, with skincare stuff. Yeah, I agree. I think that when I'm thinking of it, particularly astrologically too, I'm thinking of, you know, for example, on a recent facial, one of the things that I learned, I have acne prone skin. And if you have acne prone skin, I guess, depending on the kind of acne, the kind of acne I have, which leans more cystic, which is more in, you know, the cheeks and those kind of like higher, uh, you're using more product there. It's like going to be like a place where you have a lot of makeup, but it's also sweat and you know, whatever you're sleeping on it. Anyways. Um, if you have acne prone skin, your skin actually turns over more quickly. And so you have to make sure that you both are exfoliating more and keeping it moisturized. But what you, what traditional wisdom says about acne stuff is like, dry it out. It's too oily, get it out of there, all of this. And it's so like, you're, you know, like you said, with this break out this pimple that you have now where it's like you're angry at this thing for like ruining your skin but also you're like attacking it with more dryness and this when in actuality what you need is more like moisture and and care and to keep up with it quicker like to make sure you're just like keeping it uh turnover a lot and I feel like that I have moon square my ascendant and I feel like that balance of you know care versus punishment or versus like containment or something instead of keeping it like I don't know flourishing is something that I definitely struggle with with skincare which I would say is a reflection then of you could you could say skincare but that could also be how I deal with you know 
when I'm not feeling well, when I'm having a hard time, when I'm, hu- am I hungry? Am I, whatever is all is often the thing where I'm coming up at odds of going, like, is this something where you push through and push harder and get drier and more Capricorn moon? Or is this where you add, you know, that Libra rising balance to it and, and add the thing that is actually missing, not the thing that you are like angry about? Oh, yeah. God, we, we also just from our age range, the skincare industry was really just exacerbating. I think all of our skin problems when we were in our teen, early twenties time of, you know, fuck no oils, dry it out. It base. Yeah. Like attack your skin, even like those scrubs. I mean, they, those were probably just shards of glass, like those St. Ives apricot scrub, like all the products that were available then were just so right about abrasive. Like, yeah. Very, a very abrasive. Uh, oh my God. St. Ives. I'm just like, remember, like I salute you St. Ives. I've been on, I've been a sit. I've always had Cetaphil. That's always been like my cleanser of choice. They did. God, I'm hoping they go back and change the formula, but it used to look like come and now it looks just clear and I'm not, not happy about it, but hopefully they hear this. <laughs> hopefully they hear the stands. It also just is a little, I know they're like, it's the same, but better. And it's like, well, why don't you just leave it the same? But I like this thought of the ascendant too. Cause I think a lot of, a lot of the sort of key players that were coming up were you know, the ascendant, right. In that very face-to-face meeting people in the body. And then, um, Mercury was coming up a lot for me, which I was, I thought that was interesting in terms of stress, right. And how just from like a glandular sort of point of how that's going to affect the skin and face, of course, Venus is going to be in the mix with like beauty and the aesthetics and maybe even how much we care about it. Right. But Mercury and also Saturn, so what you're talking about, these sort of the Saturn is like the abrasive or this boundary thing, but Mercury of like how it's actually manifesting or processing, I thought was interesting. Was there any like planets and or signs that you might pinpoint to skincare? And I, of course, not a medical astrologer. No, none of this is fact, just just fodder. But yeah, I'm curious if there was one that like I, I am leaning more Mercury, I guess, the more I was like looking into stuff, which I didn't think before I started thinking about it in a skincare astrological sense. For me, I have like, I have a bunch of stuff in Taurus trying a bunch of stuff in Capricorn. So I feel like I've always had really, I've always been really lucky with my skin. Um, So like, yeah, of course I get breakouts. Of course there's like, times when it's bad and times when it's good but like for the most part like growing up I never really had like I didn't have a dermatologist till I got older like that those kind of things um but the thing that I guess for me I've always struggled with is my hands because I always have worked with my hands and with Gemini being my chart ruler I guess like that came up for me a lot because thinking about like in 2020 and how you know they told us like don't touch your face all the time and everyone was saying like how hard it was for everybody to do and there are a bunch of memes that came out of that I think that like with skincare keeping your hands clean is one of the most important things because when you're touching your face even if you're just applying moisturizer like 
if you're doing it with dirty hands, like your skin is never going to get better. Like it's just never, it's, you're just like putting wet bacteria on your face. Um, and then also like for me, because I bartend and because I work using my hands, like my hands dry out so much, it's hard to keep the skin on my hands, like from getting dry and like ugly or whatever to me, um, for my cuticles to not get like super dry and, and nasty too. So it is like every product that I use on my face, I also use on my hands. Um, I don't know. I mean, mm-hmm. I guess, so I guess Gemini came up for me a lot in that way of like the hands and, and like that we use the hands as applicators for our face. Every part of our body like has a piece in our skincare. Like our liver is also part of it. Like there's so many mm-hmm. other things that, and all the filtration stuff is Libra. So that also tracks. Well, that's, I was thinking of that because I think it's also, I think Venus, like you said, for aesthetic, but also the value part of it. Why, why is skincare important to you? What is your ultimate goal, both aesthetically, but also what it represents? Because it is like, you know, reflective of overall health in some ways. It is like the only part of our physical body too that people can engage with is our like skin. We say like, oh, skin deep or that's surface level, but it is also like the only part that we can touch and feel. It keeps everything together. And so it also is this thing that's like completely necessary and should be healthy and should be treated as like your I mean, with the exception of, you know, like I would say menstrual, menstrual health or like, you know, sometimes you put stuff in nose and ears and whatever, but we're not like inside our body often. Our skin is also one of the only ways that we can kind of like touch and connect and, and be with ourselves, uh, too. So how do we like also think about this as how you're just like caring for your body writ large, I think, um, for me. I think it's definitely moon because uh, it's Capricorn and that kind of like routine, but also conservation and preservation. And um, to me, skincare is very much like a habit and a routine that I've built over many, many years. And now it is second nature, but it also, and it is thankfully something that has stayed with me through better skin times and worse skin times. And that's been equally as kind of like frustrating. I would say like, I like Lisa had very good skin would get like a pimple, uh, you know, in high school when I was super stressed out, it would be a fat, like chin one or a big nose one. And of course I would pick at it and you know, whatever. Um, but pretty much fine. But then I got pretty, I mean, severe for me and severe enough that I went on Accutane, um, when I believe I have to, I should have done this research pre this, but I'm guessing it's about the time that my progressed ascendant would have been conjunct my natal Mars in the first house. Um, and I have read, I have read in the past about, you know, Mars being, Mars ascendant relationships being skin stuff for in terms of inflammation and redness and that. And also this is one that I say, please grain of salt, because I don't um, want to dismiss anyone's real physical ailments and say that any sort of like dis-ease discourse, I don't, I don't subscribe to that, but I do find it interesting. Those like Louise Hay, um, if you he- feel it, you can heal it um, kinds of what you will attribute different 
ailments too. And one of the acne ones is like suppressed anger. Um, and it can be anger that's not being released, anger towards yourself, all of that. And that's definitely something that I think of again with that like harshness, that punishing, that drying out, that you need to be better. You can't show imperfection, but also that like I'm holding everything in and it's just like, you know, coming, even if you're trying to hold it in, it's coming out and learning how to need to like be with yourself and take care of yourself and listen to yourself. Cause I also think that skin by the time something gets out to your skin, depending on what it is, sometimes, you know, you have an allergic reaction and that's like pretty immediate, but a lot of things like take a while for you to see it on your skin. And so I think it is also like a hey, if it's coming out on the surface, that's one that we really got to like go inward and start doing some digging. And it takes longer because now we have to like, uh, I don't know, get it out. You like can't, it's not like a thing you can cut out and have it be gone. You have to kind of like reset your system and filtration and, and all of those things too. So I think it's like a constant lesson in patience and, and self knowledge the moon too i think of um the moon and venus too like what you eat really can affect Mm -hmm. your skin a lot and i think that's where we go for comfort a lot because it's how we make ourselves feel good it's how we nourish ourselves whether it's good or bad like i had a cool house have an ice cream last night scott and i are staying in a hotel so we splurged and split an ice cream sandwich but like I would not have been surprised if I woke up today with something and luckily I didn't, but like weird on my chin or nose because it is like it dairy. It's a clogging. It's not like it's delicious. I'm not, I don't regret one moment of it. I'm not, it's not that it's just that sometimes like certain things, sugar is another one that like if you eat it, you get puffy and like, Mm -hmm. it's okay Mm -hmm. to be puffy. Like it's okay to have an ice cream sandwich once in a while, but I do notice that when I have fruit instead, or if I'm craving the, um, like a piece of cheese instead of the ice cream or whatever, it's probably better for my skin and maybe not for my, you know, what I, whatever I need to comfort. But sometimes it is like, kind of like what you're saying, like, yeah, it shows later whatever healing, quote unquote, you tried mm-hmm. to do to yourself by yeah. scarfing a pizza. It might show up later and that's okay. We all do it. It's not like, I'm not saying don't eat that stuff. I'm just saying like, know that your skin might look different tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And those, yes, absolutely. No judgment that way. And also not everybody like cares that much or notices that much. (laughs) It doesn't happen every time you eat it either. And it's not, you know, sometimes you get a different topping that you've never got, you know, you know how it is. I feel like I also have, this is another reason why I very much associate it with my moon square, the ascendant, because I, I feel like the second I can tell within a day or like my, my face changes so much based on how much I have, like, I don't want to say stuck to my routine because I also don't necessarily have my skincare routine is one of the only routines that I have and have consistently kept like for my life which also I think Mm -hmm. says something about me in a in (laughs) in somewhat of a shallow way but also a thing of like is if I can keep this together then I can kind of do anything um but yeah I mean if I haven't slept right if I have Mm -hmm. drank if I have eaten eaten things like I feel it immediately and it is that like 
you know, you can't, you can't fool yourself. I guess it's that of the, like, and I think well, it's just, also a know thyself too. If you have an important event, mm-hmm. then you want to n- mitigate the risk factors, right? Yes. Like for me, alcohol, for sure. Like my skin is just not going to look at its best the next day. That's why it's, it is a journey. And I think maybe that's okay. I'm getting Aries moon activated because maybe skincare is like a long game. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it is the longest yes. game you are playing if you are interested in skincare because there's going to be different products along the road and some that work same with hair stuff too. some that works for a while. And then all of a sudden they turn on you and you didn't do anything wrong, but it's Mm -hmm. just like not working for you anymore. Then you're going to have Holy grail products that are with you for life. You're going to have flash in the pan fads or like, or moments or like, I was like deep in a steaming, like with my facial steamer for a year. Like, I think that is, what I like about it is that it is there's different moments and eras you can sort of sort of have with it, but you're never going to, I think it's very rare to like win skincare because even if you found your perfect routine, you can, a pimple can happen at any moment or, or you'll have that day where you're just fucking tired. It's, it's so, um, skin is just temperamental. Well, it's also like, again, it's like, it's meant to live with you. It's your skin. It's, it's as long as you are alive, like biggest (laughs) organ ever heard of it. Yeah. And I think something that I am, um, very much trying to, uh, be conscious of and be really like intentional about is getting used to my skin changing as I'm getting older and going, oh, okay, like your expectations about what a product could possibly do or what your efforts are going to yield where it's like, yeah, you know, you are going to get wrinkles at a certain point or you are going to like, this is going to change. These things are going to move and, and you're not ever going to like, get the skin that you had in high school because it's been on you. It's like living with you and, and going where you're going and living through what you're living through. And it's also just like time adding up. And so I think two of that, like, just, you know, if we're talking about skin, we're talking about being comfortable in oneself and know it, like know thyself, being aware of what it is that you need, what makes you feel the best and what you, what you want and versus like what's, I don't want to, I don't want to say what's possible, but that like, you know, am I being, am I being true to where I am now in this moment? Or am I trying to regain something that isn't possible? And what means am I willing to go to, to do that? Because I think that, you know, we're, we also just like look at ourselves so much more now than we ever have in past times, which I think also coincides with our interest in skincare. Um, and also just people want to sell us products. <laughs> like there's not, if we aren't doing as many like farming jobs and manual labor sorts of things, then people are going to be making things that we need to buy. And we have to be kind of obsessed with this thing to keep those uh, machines rolling. Not that there is, uh, you know, anything wrong with that. I think that it's good, but I think just remembering two of like, that this is about care, like tending to yourself and not fixing or changing or like hating yourself because I think it can slide. It can go that way very easily. It should hopefully be fun. I hope everyone's having a good time slathering 
lotions and potions on their face. And yeah, if it's only for like, again, it's a long game. So if you're looking for an immediate fix, I, I don't think that that's possible at least with products <laughs> like that's that's not well and that's it's, even with medication medication yeah. takes a long time to work too i mean you can get if you want a, like a cortisone shot but it, it that is like two to three days still mm-hmm. like yeah. three it gets bigger first like it's not it doesn't just go away that day so it is like i mean there are quicker fixes like something like that my dermatologist's skin looks like blurry. Like it looks like he's <laughs> in the Paris filter on wow. IG story. And I'm like, oh, well, I'll just go to you forever. Cause like your skin's yeah. blurry and I want blurry skin. <laughs> but also like we do like trust people. You know what I mean? Like there's no reason I didn't even like ask about where he got his degree you know but oh it's no like, that is another like thing that we do when we like it's one way that we judge people we're like they're attractive they're good looking they have good skin they're like you know i want what you've done their give teeth me, are very white yeah exactly yeah. so you're give like, me you the know you what's special up. and it's like who knows maybe he like has gotten a bunch of facelifts and what like i don't know but mm-hmm. probably probably i mean that's the other thing i i that's how i picked my i I've gotten Botox three times now. Uh, The last time was interesting because it was the first time I got it in my chin area. And I had this awesome doctor. I'll shout out Janae Kirby. Also just saw her Instagram was like, love. I could just see the before and afters and they all look so like natural. And she takes a holistic approach, blah, blah, blah. And so we were just talking and she was watching me talk for a while. before we even started doing anything, which no one had done when I've gotten it the two other times. And you know, she's very affirming and like, you're, obvi- you know, you're gorge. You're great. And I'm like, yes, I know I'm gorgeous. I'm great. She's like, but check out this muscle. She's like, you have a really sh- strong chin muscle. And she showed me and we like looked at this sort of diagram and I had this, it's this chin, it's this muscle in your chin that pulls your lips down basically. And it can make that puppet look when you're like a really, really old person. And I just had, I've gotten Botox in my forehead and, and temple wrinkle crow's feet area but never like down. She's like, so if you're comfortable, like, you know, that's if you want this effect or not, like you can live your life and do it. And I was like, no, 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 zap that. <laughs> like whatever you just pointed out, zap that, zap that chin muscle up. But it was interesting thinking of, oh, my muscle's strong. That is what is doing this. It's mm-hmm. not that you're ugly or that, you know, you're cursed or whatever. It's like, bitch, I talk a lot. And I and like, and I'm very, I have a strong Saturn placement, which I'm going to just attribute to like strong muscle flexing. But I just it was like the subtlest, you know, when you see those like symmetry pictures and actually when someone's perfectly symmetrical, they look freakish. It felt like one of those aha moments where it's like you froze my the tiniest micro inch of muscle and it did give me an aesthetic look that I like. And probably no one but me could maybe tell this, but it will also it's about the long game because if I keep flexing the strong muscle for decades and decades and decades, I might look like a marionette puppet. And that's, that's my own choice to make down the line. It's the same with the crow's feet. Like it's because people smile. It's not right. They're not, it's not like ugly lines that we, what we tell ourselves, you know, it's right. They didn't appear for no reason. Yeah. It's like, okay. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing someone's um, mom who has, 
a significant amount of wrinkles on their face. And I just was watching them talk and laugh and smile. And it was like the first time I went like, oh, that's really cool because Mm -hmm. that's like your life. This is the life that you've lived. And these are the faces that you've made and the way that you have uh, lived or whatever. Mm -hmm. It is the like rings on a tree. And I do think that there is something to um, being comfortable in your skin, knowing like, yeah, this is, I laughed. I had a good time. I went in the sun. I lived, I lived life and didn't, I wasn't so precious about this that it kept me from like, you know, beauty from the inside or whatever, whatever that is, because I do think, and I like this idea of like, what's, what's personal to you, not, not just going in and being like, oh, I need I need Botox everywhere because this is where fucking Kim Kardashian gets Botox. It's like, no, actually in mine, it's a chin. It's this because I hold my mouth this way. I'm whatever. If I notice, you know, the lines on my forehead getting more, I'm like, oh, I am making a face static as they would call them in the, in the biz. It's where, you know, cause you're going to have, that's the other thing too. And again, a dealer's choice if you ever want to explore Botox, but a good Botox person is not going to make you look like you can't express your face and have no, like, I remember there was one line where I was like, can you zap that up? And she's like, your eyebrows won't move. If I, that is a muscle or if I freeze that up, you won't have eyebrow expression anymore. She's like, so I'm not going to do that. And I was like, Oh, cool, cool. Like you're a nurse and you know, the muscles of the face. So like, of course. Uh, So like it's, but of course, early work back in the day, I think that most people saw was, was going extreme you know like for was was being this motionless person or you're that lady who just didn't smile for years who was like i think in russia who you remember that lady who's like Mm -hmm. i didn't smile for 40 years which is like base vintage botox right like she's like i'm just not yes but also those things are like okay so you didn't smile for 40 years who cares how your skin looks no one wants to hang out with you you're boring Mm -hmm. and you don't smile like like (laughs) you know i Mm -hmm. i think it's just like noticing are there Are there oh, changes? Cap. I know it's like going to be for sure. Capricorn, Capricorn, Aquarius. Scorpio control. Yeah, yeah. We want Scorpio. <laughs> but thinking about Aquarian. like, oh, the you know my forehead lines. I feel like I'm seeing more now. Am I stressed more? Am I making a different face more often? And if so, what is that face that I'm making? Can we inside out? Is this something that either is like, oh, now I'm just going to have to get used to this uh, being there? Like I have dimple lines now which is a thing that I like never thought but also it's like yeah you've been smiling for 30 plus years that same Mm -hmm. dimple like you would yeah that's like gonna happen that's not and it's not like bad it's the thing that I notice I'm sure that nobody else is like wow those deep deep dimple lines there but then also going like oh actually the thing that my face is doing now is something that I've actually found beautiful in women when I was younger, looking at older women, like celebrities and going like, oh, I love how her face does that thing when she smiles and seeing that then on my face going like, oh yeah, it's because you're like getting older. Now you're getting one of those faces where it does the thing. Like you just didn't know. It's not a thing that like you could have done or you didn't have a different face shape. You couldn't have looked like that until you were in your thirties because that's like what your face starts to do then. And I know not everybody's is the same and and all of that, but I just like this, like, you know, what is this, what is the skin reflecting that 
isn't just sometimes it is product, but also what are we what is it saying about our chart? What is it saying about mm-hmm. us and what we're how we're living? Not necessarily our chart, but I think how we respond, how we respond to what's happening on our skin is a reflection of our chart. And also what's happening on our skin is a reflection of how we are living in a bunch of ways. Mm-hmm. Do we have any more astro like facts or thoughts before I ask a more vain question? Oh, I was going to say. Mars, I think, is picking. Oh, for yeah, sure. Blood, inflammation-y mm-hmm. sort of thing. Scorpio, Mars in the first. And I I love a 24-time magnifying mirror. I will look at it <laughs> every time. And yeah. Yeah, I think maybe it's, I don't know. I Also, same in terms of skin care history, like always been fairly blessed. Did have a brother who was an Accutane brother. I'm curious how we're, you know, what, what, where the similarities, where the differences may lay. Maybe it is my Cancer Mars in the 12th, where it's like, I don't know. I just, I feel like I like did not even wash my face for like until I had my Saturn return. So <laughs> like I just kind of existed. And then Saturn came and was like, you should, you can now see the marks of time, which is fine. But also, do you want to, slow this roll or like lean into fast acceleration. So I do, I do think with the malefics, right. I, I think they're the ch- keeping you in check sort of things, right. Like where we might ha- see our problem areas. If you find them to be problem area, you know what I mean? If th- there's stuff that might like ring some bells and where I think in terms of the benefics, that might be where we put in, put in more stock, but yeah, I mean, more and more stressed. I look more like shit beyond sk- Like, I feel like all across the like board yeah. but i think those are the big the big key players and of course like sign wise i think like aries is the face so i think we could look to like aries martian stores i think mars is is a really in terms of the irritating stuff is a big mm-hmm. is a heavy player there so i'm glad you yes re-brought re-brought him up yeah i have oh yeah i just remember too it's out of sign but i have jupiter opposite mars mm. in the first okay yeah Mm-hmm. I have Mars and Aquarius. That's why I think I can pick no one else. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> my rules. Absolutely. Live in my life. There's, again, I'll put some of these links to, we'll put links to everything, but there was one, two talking about in the, in the, um, what's a, what's the word? Like to like, there was like some interesting effects of wearing silver to counteract like moon and, in ill-fated house I don't know like it got very if you want to get into the weeds and really think about your face some more astrologically I I thought there was there was there was again stuff with Vedic astrology that I'm going to butcher but like with Rahu was like feeding birds for 40 days in order to like relief like the skin curse that that they've cursed on you and I was like I love this is very this is very fascinating I love that and I also think that that's just anything not to be dismissive or like you know, rude. Mm-hmm. But I also think just anytime you are willing to be devotional about something, something mm-hmm. is going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that they are causal. And I think that's like astrology in general, where it is more like, yeah, if you're just paying attention to how you feel and where the moon is, I bet you're going to learn something about yourself. It's not the moon doing it because it's there, but the paying attention, the being intentional, the like, I don't know. We, when you have to do something for 40 days that you don't not, not that you don't want to do, but you get 
You get it. I don't yeah, yeah. It's ma- it's manifesting its ritual. What's the vain question? Yeah. I was just gonna ask, like, if anyone wanted to go through. You don't have to go through your whole routine, but maybe favorite things that ru- you drop use the routine or the like. You know, the one thing that you learned that has changed it all. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear, well, Julia, you mentioned a very, has your routine been like very much the same products or the same just application of products? Because it sounds like you have a very religious routine, which I'm impressed, very impressed by. I do have a religious routine, um, which is just washing your face morning and night, no sleeping with makeup on. I do it almost never. Sometimes I will do it. And I feel like I've done it more recently. Mm -hmm. Um, Not so much the makeup, the going to sleep without, because I also don't. I'm not, I'm not in a much makeup phase. That's another thing that I think has changed my skincare stuff too, mm-hmm. is like, you know, breathing. Days. I just, yeah, I just am not wearing much, um, which has been different. There've been times when I've worn a ton of makeup anyways. Um, I currently am a zinc soap, uh, user. It's just a bar, uh, like Vanic or whatever, but it's, you know, this is for the simple. face washing mm-hmm. um, zinc soap. Interesting. Yes. Uh, so mine is all very acne, acne based. Um, mm-hmm. And then I my like miracle product or my high recommend is Curology. I have their subscription. It's medicated uh, and they adjust your formula. It is a long game for sure because it does get worse before it gets better. Um, but finding some kind of like skincare forms around Curol from Curology too was helpful in that. And ever mm-hmm. since then, it's been pretty good. Like I said, I was on Accutane at one point and that cleared up my skin, but then it started coming back. Um, mm-hmm. And that's like just a frustrating, it's like not, it's for like four things where it's like, just not, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> curology has really helped that. What is, what is the curology? Is that it's, so it's a, a company and mm-hmm. you work with the dermatologist. They'll make a custom topical oh. formula for you. So they don't it's do like pills, but pros. Yeah. The hair. Got pain, it. You're with skincare. Yeah. And this is like a serum or like lotion. Yeah. It's stuff? a cream, a cream. Okay. Um, and they, yeah, you work with someone, you'll send pictures and they will diagnose what your issues are and make a t- custom topical formula for you. Oh. You can also send pictures kind of to stay in touch and say, here's what I'm liking now. Here's what I'm at. And they're pretty good at staying, I would say in touch and on top of you and asking like, are you still liking this? Um, mm. So not a sponsored plug, but not, again, love. not yet. I, I've told many per- many people curology um and then i love the peach and lily products that's my other um plug in terms of a very good affordable trust where everything in there is good um mm-hmm. and that's my that's so my, what's like, my go-to what's kind of pro- like are we what serum we're washing we are glass skin, glass skin serum Best. An okay. oil, an oil and an eye cream. And then mm-hmm. I will do an acid mask once a week. Oh. And I've also added after learning my big, my biggest uh lesson was the one I said about the acne skin, about that being a higher turning, higher turnover. So it needs more exfoliation and more moisture to keep the surface from, you know, if you dry it out, you're gonna get cuts and get it's more likely mm. to get stuff in there or you're just getting clogged so um 
you know, turnover being key, but I've also experimented now with moisture masks as well, which is a thing I never would have done. Um, but I'll do that at night if I'm feeling particularly dry. Wow. I love it. I want to go last only, I want to go last only because it it ties into the why am I I like this? Okay. I drop the routine. I use the, this is, I got influenced it. So don't get influenced it off of me um, because I no won't promises. make money off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I use the Lumi Spa, the little, it's like a machine that washes your face for you kind of thing. Um, it's supposed to reduce fine lines and whatever. I don't use their um, their product. I just use the device in the morning and at night. I follow that with a medicated cream from my blurry skin dermatologist. I have a yes. morning one and a night one. And then I do um, the peach and lily toner, the glass skin serum, and a moisturizer slash sunscreen of my choosing, depending on what time and what I need that day. My favorite product right now is the peach and lily bedside mask lavender one. It, it smells really nice. It really helps me feel soothed while I'm falling asleep. I also feel like it's a good one for what you're talking about with moisturizing. Um, it's lightweight, a little sticky, a little sticky. So mm-hmm. if you're not if you're not into a sticky, wear an all night mask. It might not be for you. Um, and I use the Lanager lip mask. I think everyone in LA uses that, or you're given it when you arrive. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, Shit, I didn't sign up for my free sample. Oh no, Lanager lip mask. I'm writing all this down. Well, we'll have you links. Get- we will have links for everything. It's like you get um, four COVID tests and a landing <laughs> yeah, yeah. mask for households. <laughs> it's basically Vaseline too. I think, I mean, whatever I put a lip thing on at night as well. Um, and then I, I do take a medication as well. So. Okay. Wow. I mean, it sounds like peach and Lily needs to be our new sponsor. Cause did y'all get each other into this or was it coincidence? Julia? Yeah. Julia's the one that recommended okay. me. I send it okay. to every, I forget where I found out about them, but um, yeah. Love it. Cool. Um, again, didn't start doing anything until my sat straight up till my Saturn return was just a blessed little freak. But I mean, I bet I, I maybe this might tie into the why am I like this? Like, I think I need a little dirt. <laughs> I think I'm like, maybe my body is used to being a touch dirty, but I mean, usually I'm so lazy. I do cleanse usually with like a micellar water. I think I have whatever is the cheapest you could get from target, um, in the, in the AM. And then I like to do a witch hazel too, like just on top is like my kind of like my toner. I've been like on and off with toner throughout the years. I've had some facialists say, yes, ma'am. I've had some say that's going to dry you. So I'm off toner right now, just for now, but who knows? I get, I it's, it's a long game full of experimentation, but Miss Water for sure as a cleaner, witch hazel always. And then Leo oil, which I've definitely heard through friend of the pod. Just this is, I, right now I'm only on like two key products and one is fairly affordable and cheap and one is very expensive. So just a heads up. That's just how the cookie's crumbling right now. But Leo oil, it's this nice, like blue tansy based oil. And it's just, it looks good. I'm into like, I think Dewey, you know, we're also in a Dewey era right now. Dewey was not, I feel like that big again in high school era. I feel like everything was really matte and flat and dry, you know, like now we're like trying to 
all be wet. It just reminds me of lip glosses. It was like yeah, lip glosses were the wettest lips, the wettest lips (laughs) ever. That just reminded me of using those uh, blotting strips. Oh yeah, those oil Mm -hmm. ones where you do that, and also Biore pore strips. Loved Biore pore strips. Mm. Oh yeah, okay. And I still keep the oil strips for when I get microbladed. Hot tip, because you want to keep that the Mm -hmm. oil off of it. So that's the only keeping them dry as they heal. Um, so also I am microbladed. Oh, I think that has, I, I feel like that's been like a big turn in skincare fashion too, is looking as makeup free, but with products and maybe like I had 0% eyebrows before I got microbladed. Now I, now I'll throw a boy brow on, on top, but it's like, oh, I actually have fucking eyebrows, but Leo oil. I love it. I'm an oil girl. My skin runs. I think I'm like a combo. It's not very dry, but it's not mega oily. But the lovely Leo oil. But my new thing is also letting things really sit. Like I'm putting on that like Leo oil and then gonna go make my coffee or get my shit together and letting it rather than building on stuff too quickly. And then also from watching too many Vogue's get ready with me, 73 questions, etc. La Mer skin moisture cream. I my inbox became an actual war zone when I posted about this moisturizer for the first time. Many haters, many people saying I was paying for overpriced product. And it's I don't classic. care because it fucking I've been glowing since and I'm very into the folklore and history of the product. So the Lemire skin moisture skin cream. There's somewhere there's two different types. It's not the main Lemire. It's the one for more oily people. Okay. And then there is this. I don't do it all the time, but there is this Dr. Jart's green tint cream i don't know what i the love word is. that the shit. sick a pair the sick a pair for the rosacea queens out there anyone that leans pink i mean green of course right we learned that with any co- like color correcting sort of thing but those three are like basically wearing those three together is like a, i could go pretty makeup for if i'm trying to have the look of like i'm kind of wearing light makeup but I'm just using skincare products. I used to really always like wear that. the sick pair if I did not want to wear makeup. Yep. I mean, it's basically, I, I'm yeah. curious for people who maybe aren't using it for the counter color effect, if what you might think of it. But I mean, it's just, that's just, just nice. And I feel like it was fairly affordable. I'll double check and put links. And then the Kiehl's avocado eye cream. I've tried so many caffeine eye creams and I know everybody swears on the caffeine, but I don't know what it is about this. This is like, it almost acts like a highlighter, this Kiehl's avocado eye cream. Like anytime I wear it, and if I'm doing this, no makeup, but I'm wearing my like makeup-y looking skincare routine, I've had many people be like, what is your highlighter? I'm like, it is my eye cream. So oh, yeah. if you are looking for a high shine eye cream, something about the, there's something about the thickness does me good for my genetic bags that I've inherited from my Russian side of the family. And God, I think that's like, I, I'm very, I've had, I mean, I've had like 12, 13, 14 step routines before, but I'm in a very reduced. And also I think what you said, Julia, too, of like no makeup breathing days is I think that that's my tip. That is very crucial. If you wear makeup every day and God bless you, I feel like at least for me, my odds of bad skin go way up when I'm wearing makeup every day. Well, my the more you wear it, the more you have to wear it. Yeah. The more you wear it, the more you have to wear it. And not in a way, because I know that people find it empowering and yes, and if they like it, expressive, then you like it. But I also mm-hmm. think it's like, what are we doing? 12 care st- skin routines to just put on a full beat of makeup. 
Like that to me feels like we're really on a hamster wheel and we're not being intentional about what our skin needs and what we need to do because not everybody needs a 12 step routine. Mm -hmm. And is that a good, like, I don't want to say good use of time because maybe it is, and it's maybe super healing. And if that is the case, wonderful. I just, again, I want anything where it's like, you need to do this much work and you need to have all of these things. It's like, be easy on yourself. I think if that, if there's anything in this, it's like, this is about at adding moisture and softness and getting Mm -hmm. blood flow going and, and touching yourself being like, you know, uh, intimate with your, with your face and how you look and what you need and, and those Mm -hmm. things, which again, I know is, it can be multi-layered and triggering in different ways because it's not, um, there is a lot of intersectional things that are happening when we're talking about beauty and, and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. but I just, yeah. Yeah. And I remember a facialist recently too saying, you can touch your face all you want, just wash your hands, (laughs) which I was like, all right, in terms of application and not fearing getting, getting up in, in your face. Oh, and I do like the Hanalei sugar lip scrub again for the circulation of the lips and getting, getting that dead skin off. Hot tip, and I, you can do your own sugar scrub with just a little bit of olive oil mm-hmm. and sugar. Also an old toothbrush is a great lip scrub Ooh, yes. hack. Um, one that's been kind of worn down and soft, just use it to mm-hmm. just get in and it gets, it gets you nice. And that's like DIY lip filler. There, just getting, bringing all the blood to the surface of the lips. Now I have been sort of working in this. God, what is it? I could go run and look. I'm, we all have to have a whole nother episode about sunscreen, but I was using this sort of like retinol, like built-in sort of resurfacing cream. God, it's from like a normal big brand. I'll post the link, but I never do anything at night. I, you have to I do retinol as- at night. Also retinol is not daytime. It is no, deactivated no. by I sun. never, okay. I never, never done it during the day when I have done it I've, every so often at night, but in general, this is my, why am I like this? Okay. Heads, heads up. I cannot do a night routine to save my life. I fall asleep. I fall asleep in makeup when I do wear makeup pretty much every 10 times out of 10. I have bought makeup products that are not that they'll ever advertise themselves as fall asleep friendly, but you know, like vegan, vegan mascara, what have you. Oh, sorry. This is a side tangent. Also love the Coast RX snail 92 cream for really dry days is like just almost like a mask anyways. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. And also our, um, we do have a code. I was like, I do love those do, um, reusable eye masks. Oh yeah. Cannot yes, say yes. enough about them. What is our they code? Probably WIS 10. I want to say we'll mm-hmm. find, we'll put a link in there. Um, but I do, you have to have your own eye cream, but yes. I do absolutely see a difference being able to have it like held down. Like you said, sitting oh, they're, in they're on stuff. right now. Yeah. They're on right now. I <laughs> love them and they're so cute and I love that they're reusable. And so I don't feel bad about, you know, mm-hmm. that's another thing about the skin stuff too. It's like, it can get wasteful and it's on a thing that is like absolutely going to change and get old and is not like mm-hmm. what, how much this is my Capricorn moon talking where it's like, how much are we investing into this? Mm-hmm. thing that is also meant to kind of like get some wear and tear and can take it. Oh, that was my also other that inspired my other learned advice as an elder skincare, get the smallest bottle of something that you're just trying out for the first time and see if you use it all the way down. You know, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't bank on something being your go-to 
I'd start small because just like lots of things, drinks, beverages, et cetera, for me, I like to savor, but I want to see if I'm going to hit the bottom of that jar. I want to clear out. I want to clear out the jar. So I think the goal of cleaning out the product. you got to get the Lanager. That, that's the one that you will always, the Lanager, the lip mask. You will finish the Lanager lip mask for a hundred percent. Sure. All right. We'll breeze through this. Why am I like this? I cannot do anything at night to save my fucking life. What in my chart is why I'm a lazy skincare girl at, at nighttime. Why am I like this? My vote is that we, you have a very, um, daytime chart. <sighs> Scare. That was the answer. Cause I knew I'm like case closed. Your honor. <laughs> I am activated during the day. I mean, I think, I think the daytime and I think it is the Aries moon, the, like the long, not doing things more than one time. I think because you're ruled by the moon too. Obviously you have a day chart, but I think because you're ruled by the moon too, you feel comfortable at night. So you're like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're not like, I need to do my my products in my practice right now, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. No, I like that. I also might just blame weed a little bit here. Sure. Okay. But... Yeah. <laughs> I think there is also like, uh, you know, you're tired. Yeah. You like get your day's worth and then you're tired and do it's, I think the night part of it is the long game and is the part that is the hardest to do because it is like, before you go to sleep, you don't get to like, I don't know, you're not like taking a picture of it or like, no one's going like, Oh, you look so beautiful. It's like just for you. And then you're just sleeping or whatever, but mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I'm like, I'm so earthy. If I thought the lack of night routine was really affecting me, I would probably start doing it. Yeah. I think I just, I can get away with it. Is the real, is the real culprit. It's very Aries right. moon to me too. You can also buy another product from Beach and Lily called okay. uh, Lazy Day Moisturizing Wipes. Mm -hmm. They're really oh, nice. They're really wet. When you get wipes that aren't, these are really wet and they do moisturize pretty well. Um, so that's a good one if you're like lazy night mm -hmm. next to bed. Yeah, I that. that's also my hot tip is I bought a bunch of bamboo towels, like 40 mini towels that I wash and we rewipe. So I will you now I'm getting better of at least getting my eye makeup off with the again with the micellar water. But overall, you know, it ain't much happening at nighttime for me. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. There you go. Maybe next Saturn return, I'll start cleaning my face at night. We'll see. We'll see what daddy we'll see. Saturn has in store for me. We'll see. Ooh, well, good, good talk. I love, I mean, okay. I wasn't joking. We might need a whole episode just about sunscreen and different. Sun I have protection. four sunscreens, so I'm in for that. Uh, so I'm, I'm <laughs> embarrassed to say that sunscreen is a place again, where I definitely fall short. And that is how I know that I am vain as hell because I'm like, well, I don't need to like protect myself. It just needs to look good. But now I'm at a point where I'm like, oh yeah, you also need to protect yourself. You're being Someone was like, mm -hmm. someone said, I was like, oh, well, I mean, it's fine. I put it on my face or something. And they were like, yeah, you know, you can also get like skin cancer. Right. And I was like, right. oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm just thinking like, oh, well, I'm like, I'm wrinkle covered, but not. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I swim right. and I'm a tourist. I'm yeah. very picky about sunscreen. If it gets nice, if it's water, if it goes under my makeup, I have a lot to say. Anyway, a whole app. I love a it. Whole I have thought I have. Yeah. 
same same re lisa many feelings many different types of sunscreens for different types of occasions and different uses and purposes we'll get you there julia that will be our that's our i know i think i'm also step. just scared because my routine i like i like the routine and i'm like oh if i add something add sunscreen in. it is a we'll get you know it's it no. is a scary one to think or but, products with spf yeah also, i like know. I like the super goop. We'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah, about we'll it. Well, actually, we'll need an whole a sunscreen. This sun, the astrology of sunscreen. The signers are like, wow, what can't they astrologize, folks? I mean, honestly, and- challenge. Ex- try me. Yes. If you think that I can't <laughs> find a way to make this be astrological, I accept the challenge. I, uh, I was thinking of footwear also as one that would, I'd be very interested in terms of astrological. Scene. Love it. For, an, for another time. Well, mm-hmm. I love y'all. I must say, not blowing smoke. I think we probably have the best skin in the podcast industry. Just I'm just throwing out. I mean, I think we're so. up there. We're up there for sure. Cool. Well, well, happy glowing, happy glossing, happy dewy skin to you all. We love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast for business opportunities, advertising or commission readings. Email us. What's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Logan, Stevie Anderson, and Lisa Chenu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.